from Trimble Construction, you're listening to the Connected Construction Show, where we connect you to the contractors, owners, designers, engineers, and construction professionals who are finding better ways to work. And now, here's your host, Matt Sprague. Hello and welcome everybody to the Connected Construction Show. I am your host, Matt Sprague. Uh, We are here at the Dimensions 2022 in Las Vegas at the Venetian Resort. And I am joined today by Jared Rettelman uh, from Bowen uh, Engineering. I got that Bowen Engineering, right? Engineering. Construction. I was like, oh, goodness gracious. It's, yeah. been, a, it's been a long day. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so, Jared, thanks so much for joining us. Pleasure to be here. So, um, audience wants to know, I want to know, tell us a little bit more about, about you, your background, sure. how you came to be in the position you are today. Yeah, sure. So, um, I went to Purdue University, majored in construction management there. Um, I came out, I graduated in 2007 and uh, been working for Bowen ever since. So I started out in a field role, um, kind of a project engineer, field engineer. I uh, worked in that role for about six years. Um, a, a lot of boots on the ground, you know, on site every day, all day. It was a lot of fun. really enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, then kind of transitioned into a project controls role. Um, and helped uh, kind of grow our project controls department. And then about five, six years ago, um, our department kind of branched out and started becoming our internal innovation technology VDC department as well. So now kind of, we have kind of stood that up as well. And so now we're kind of a a multifunction role as a group and do a lot lot with technology and a lot still with scheduling and and P6 and project controls. That's awesome. Now, is there any um, specific type of projects you guys uh, specialize in? Yeah, good question. Um, so Bone Engineering, name of the company. We're not an engineering firm. A lot of people often confuse that. Like, oh, you guys, what do you design? We don't design. We're a general contractor. You, you make trains? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we are a general contractor. Uh, we self-perform about 80% of the work we do. So we're mainly working in the heavy industrial municipal space. A lot of water plants, wastewater plants, and power plants Awesome. is the majority of our work. Okay. Uh, geography? Based out of Indianapolis, Indiana, headquartered. Yeah. And then we have six other offices, satellite offices from Kansas City out east to Baltimore, Maryland, and kind of everywhere in between. Gotcha. 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 So um, my understanding, Bowen's been on this like mixed reality journey. Yeah. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So kind of tell our story. We uh, we purchased our first XR10 HoloLens um, in 2020. So uh COVID, everybody loved COVID. Yeah, that hit in 2020, and and us like a lot of other businesses, it changed kind of what we did for the for the next year or two. And, yep. Um, all the conferences, places like Dimensions, got canceled and shut down. So we had just kind of some budget money set aside that was allocated for things that we quite honestly just couldn't attend. Yep. And so I was, we had our eye on the XR10 and, and Hololens technology for a few years, and really didn't see that true application or what we would really do with it. And I just decided like, we've, we've got some extra money in a budget. Let's, let's just truly buy one. And I hate play, to use play the word play it. around with it, but that's, <laughs> that was our mod. We had, we had no motive. We had no agenda. Yeah. It's like, let's just see what we can do with this. And, and that's what we did. Um, and it's been a, a great success for us. And we use, um, we're up to four of them today. So in two years, we've increased from one to four. And yep. we've got some that are on job sites full time. And then we have a couple that kind of float between some offices that we go out to yep. to projects for one day use and do some reviews. And um, yeah, they, they've been they've been great. Yeah. So what 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 type of application do you use them on? What are what, what's the what are the problems that you're solving with it? So um, 
we do a lot of oh, work. Hold on. Yeah. We're making an assumption that everybody knows what the heck the XR10 is. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. I, Why don't we start there? Glad, glad you glad you brought it up. So, so XR10, uh, Microsoft HoloLens uh, has been out for a while. There was a first version of HoloLens. I couldn't tell you when it was released. Uh, HoloLens 2 is the current version. I think it was released in maybe 2018 or so. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Um, so Trimble kind of partnered with Microsoft and said, hey, we like this technology. We see the value to the construction engineering industry. Um, let's take your HoloLens technology and we're going to fit it onto a hard hat. Yeah. And so you can you can use this HoloLens technology and a hard hat out in the field. Um, and it, it basically projects your 3D model, your BIM into into the space so think a hologram that kind of floats out in front of you and you can visualize in full scale your project your model in the space that you're going to build it in yep absolutely i i, I too during uh the pandemic um right before the pandemic we were like hey we need to learn how we can demonstrate the xr10 on with our with our project management software and like sure. where where it would be good there. So I, I actually had one mm -hmm. and it was the same thing. And, and, you know, so I was in the house playing uh, around with it and whatnot. And again, I was taking a model and and, and showing, you know, how you, you could basically take the model, place it on a table, mm -hmm. move it around. Yeah. But then you could put it to scale in the room. Anyway, I think the, the model I had was like of a, of a bathroom. Or something, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, but it was, simple. but it was great to see the the detail, right? Yeah, and it's absolutely. it's it's about where, you know, where the faucet is in relation to things. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, I, I've 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 heard um, use cases with like hospitals mm -hmm. is that they would actually um, bring the hospital staff to a warehouse, huge place, mm -hmm. and they would put the full maybe not not the full hospital, but the floor of the entire sure. hospital. And allow them to walk around, yeah. and they were. Um, it was something as simple as, if I remember correctly, the, the the placement of the ice machine to wherever the rooms were. Wow. The nurses were like, "I'm gonna like run a marathon every day." <laughs> They're like, "This can't be done," and wow. it, so you got the feedback from yeah. the people that the, the that the asset was being built for, which was really neat. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, so I, I think I started to interrupt you in terms yep. of the uh, uh, the applications uh, of, of that. Yeah, so we, um, just by the nature of the work that we do, um, most of our work is inside an existing facility of, of some capacity. Um, I mentioned a lot of power plants and water and wastewater plants. We certainly do new construction more on the water and wastewater side, but there's not a whole lot of new, brand new power plants being built. Yep. Um, so the work that we do in there is always kind of retrofit. We're, we're adding or changing technology inside plants. And, and so that's, that's I think, why part of the reason why we've seen a lot of success with it, because um, it, it really helps us to identify constructability issues and, and clash detection, you know, with, with those models in those spaces. And we can see where, you know, pipe we have to run is conflicting with steel or other pipe or cable yep. tray or, you know, whatever the issue is. Um, we, we have also used it in, in new construction um, specifically in a, in a maintenance garage that we constructed a couple of years ago that um, we were able to identify um, just an issue between a clash and a steel and some duct work that, yep. that really helps. So it's, you know, I, I say that only because a, a lot of your listeners probably are in, in that commercial vertical construction world that yeah. so much of the construction industry focuses on. Um, and I've talked to a lot of those guys and they're like, yeah, we don't see the application. And I still feel like just doing, you know, 
regular, I don't care if it's weekly, it doesn't need to be daily in my opinion, but regular, weekly, every other week, monthly walks with your model and just QAQC check the work that's going in place because it not everything goes in like a model shows it. And, yeah. and we all yeah. know that. And, and so there's certainly application <laughs> to catch that and correct it. Yeah, and the as-builts aren't updated as much as maybe are, are needed and, yeah. and you can put it on. And so, you know, if, if, the, if the scan's done correctly, then you can, you can do your clash detection. Right. But sometimes there's, there's gaps and times in between. And sometimes people are, they'll be put them on. And like you said, they'll find like duct work and some steel, yeah. steel work. You're like, Whoa, wait a minute. Where yeah. did that, where did that come from? That wasn't part of the, what's right. supposed to be there. And, and it's helped us catch stuff that scanning doesn't. And we, our, our typical workflow kind of is, is a company where we use this technology. We'll go out and laser scan a job first. Yep. And then we will go and route and detail our pipe within the point cloud data. So yep. we kind of have that uh, really? check already. Yep. And then we just take the next step and, and we put it in the HoloLens. We put our model in the HoloLens and we go out to the site and we let our, our foreman and our superintendent and, and owners, our clients and engineering partners, we, we just get some other involvement and, and just walk the job because that brings a whole nother perspective that you never get with with model reviews on, you know, computer screens and teams meetings. And yeah. it's just, we've caught so many things that we, we would never catch in a model review that we traditionally would do. Yeah. So what are, what are some of the, the benefits for the different stakeholders? Um, so I, I've got, you know, plenty of stories I can share with you and, and um, talk about, but, but mainly one, I guess one example, one of the first use cases we did with one of our clients, um, we were putting in a, a belt press, which is a large piece of equipment at a wastewater treatment plant. And um, they were putting it in an existing room and, and they call, they were concerned about the, the size of that piece of equipment in the space it was going to sit. So they were worried about, you know, being able to access different sides of it and walk around it and just continue their daily operations that they mm -hmm. have to have with this new piece of equipment. And we said, well, we can kind of talk through that with you and told them about the XR10 and the technology and so we set up a, a design review meeting on site really to focus on that issue. Like, what is this going to look like when it's here and we have to live with it? Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we did that and we, we had probably eight to 10 of our owner representatives some from plant operators to their engineering staff and, and different stakeholders in the project show up. And we had two XR10s on site and just kind of shared them amongst parties and passed it around and, and everybody checked, you know, the initial concern was that piece of equipment in the space. And yeah, that's good. We like it. There's no real concerns. It gave them that comfort level. Yeah. But there was a valve placement and some piping that, that was feeding um, this belt press. Yeah. Um, it was up kind of on a platform. And and the owner, our client, it was a design build job. Um, in a design review meeting, they very specifically told us there's a valve that they have to manipulate, turn on and off in that pipe run. Yep. And they said, we want that valve at chest level so it's easy to access. It's right here and, and we can easily get to it. Yep. And so, you know, per their request, that's what we did. And it was in a model that way. They had seen it. They're like, yeah, that's where we want it. We like it. With the XR10, it was that point they realized they walked up on this platform. And that, that pipe run, where that valve is, was really in the way. It was very, very inconvenient. Interesting. And so, I mean, to the point you like, you had to turn your body again, you're looking at holograms, so you don't, but, but your mind still tells you, I have to get around this. Yeah. And so you turn your body and you were kind of shimmying along this pipe and everybody agreed, like, this is not the right solution. We need to figure something else out. And, you know, this is at a 60% design review. So early on in the job, nothing's been fabricated, yeah. nothing's been really approved or anything. 
Um, and so it was a simple fix. They we elevated that run of pipe, you know, so where it's above your head, yep. and put a chain fall actuator on the on the valve. Yeah, and and it was good. It's installed that way today, and they're happy with it. Oh, but that's brilliant. That's that's just one application where we were able to provide that value to our client, where before we would have installed it and it would have been done in the field, and then at that point. The plan operator would have showed up and was like, I don't, why is this here? I don't like it. And then that's a lot harder conversation. Yeah. To, yeah. Or a more expensive one. Yeah, well, that's, and that's why it's harder. Cause you know, I mean, we, nobody, we don't want the owner to have to pay more to get what they want. It's, it's those kind of issues. Yeah. We can provide what they want and need up front. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Um, what other, what other, what other case studies, what other stories do you have? Um, so I'll, I'll share the one I kind of briefly mentioned about the new construction again, because I think that's, that's practical for a lot of your audience um, in, in a new construction. We had a, a maintenance garage for a municipality in Indiana that they were going to store, you know, their city trucks. There were salt trucks and plows and um, street sweepers and, you know, whatever trucks that they had. It was a, a, both a, a storage garage and a maintenance garage, and they had, um, quite a bit of office space in this building. And so it was the whole structure in itself was a large pre-engineering metal building that we um, got from a fabricator and, and they had a model. And then we had some design review coordination, BIM coordination with our our work, as well as our subcontractors, including HVAC. Yep. We had some fire protection, plumbing, um, you know, five or six parties involved. And we had weekly BIM coordination meetings up front early on in the job. And it was a very successful process and we you know, did the typical BIM coordination issues that every job goes through and resolves all the issues early on. And and we, we got the HoloLens once construction started and we walked the job a few times, just again, kind of a QAQC check. Let's yep. see where stuff is landing and what does it look like? And um, we come to find out um, after the building shell had been erected and, and the building was complete and we were working on a lot of the interior stuff, um, we discovered that the, they had some ductwork, HVAC ductwork, that dropped um, along some exterior walls right next to some structural steel columns. Yep. And in these metal buildings, the structural steel columns have some angled supports that tie from the columns back out to the exterior shell, somewhat on a 45-degree angle. Okay. What we discovered is that the, the model we received from our pre-engineered metal building manufacturer was not... Um, it was fabricated different than the model and those angled supports that went from the steel columns out to that siding were a little bit of a wider angle so they stuck out farther yep and our ductwork by design was was hugging those yep. as close as they could to, to get it, yeah yeah to get it the spacing <clears throat> as far as far apart as they could get that ductwork and and so the the drops on that duct when they were clashing running through those angled supports as they kicked out a little bit further than than what the model showed yep. um fortunately we Ductwork had not been fabricated yet. Nothing had kind yeah. of started. So we immediately got our HVAC subcontractor involved, kind of explained to them the issue. Um, you're able to document and record pictures and video through the HoloLens. So that's worked great for a lot of applications and trying to um, work with engineers and, and explain the issues. You can take pictures and video through the HoloLens yeah. and help tell that story. Can you? It's been a while since you. Can you yeah. like... Can you like broadcast it? Like, so does Microsoft Teams have a plug? Yeah, so it's, yeah, Trim, so we use Trimble Connect software yeah. um, is is what we use in the HoloLens to view the models. And there is some streaming, streaming capabilities um, built into the software. We, as, a, as an organization, just by the nature of the work that we do, um, most all of our job sites have very, very poor connectivity. Uh, yeah. 
because we're out in the middle of nowhere yep. a lot of times. So yep. we, excuse me, we don't, locally. yeah, we record locally and then really transfer that to a computer and be able to share it that way. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, that is, is also a positive to some of your listeners because there's really even more capability that exists that we're not even using it for because because yeah. of some of those just geographical well, Yeah, it's a limitation know, issues, now, yeah. like, uh, in terms of the, 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 the broadband and cellular connectivity yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. So I know that, um, you know, because there's, there's the ability, so just so everybody understands, there's the ability, so for me to be wearing the XR10, having the model up, looking at it, recording what I am seeing yeah. and being able to show it back in the office. Yeah. So I might not have the expertise to know what I'm looking at. Right. But they can, you can literally have somebody out there be like, hey, buddy, look left. Yeah. Uh, yes. And I look up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Touch this or do this. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So um, I've heard a bunch of stories like, like the one you just said, where it's like they they were able to recognize a clash before prefabrication happened. Is that so? Are, are the are the walkthroughs scheduled purposefully? Like that? It's like all right, this stuff's about to get made. Can someone go make sure this happens now, or is it just luck? It's it's some of both, to be honest. Yeah. Um, we as we've kind of gotten further into this adoption, um, we have some jobs that the design or design build jobs that we've kind of said, Hey, we're always going to do this site walk with the XR 10 at, at a 30, 30%, 60% and 90% design reviews. Those are kind of, okay. you know, standard um, placeholders that, that yep. all of our design build jobs have. And there's always a review process at that point. And we've yep. just kind of standardized that and said, we're, we're going to go do this on these yep. jobs at these points. And, and, not a real agenda, but just hey, see where we're at, and do we like it? Do we not? Are we yeah. on the right track? And got you, and go from there. So outside of that, um, on on the jobs where we're routing piping or doing some pipe detailing and fabrication, we will typically go walk the job once once we have our internal kind of pipe routing done and complete. Yeah, kind of explain that a little bit before with the laser scan, and and so that's kind of another hold point we internally have. We'll go out to a site and walk it once our pipe design is done um, for the process piping that we put in. Outside of that, we get we get a lot of calls from sites that just like, hey, I, I kind of can't figure this out. Can we, you know, can you come down here and check yeah. it out and let us let us review it? Yeah, there's there's certainly some of that as well. Gotcha. I, I feel like I already know the the title of this episode. It's going to be mixed reality story time with Jerry. That's right. So, so what 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 other stories? What other case studies yeah. can you share? Um, so we got a current <laughs> current job happening right now in Kentucky. It's at a power plant. Um, in, in Kentucky, and it's a design design build project, and we're in a joint venture with our engineering partner, and um, we're doing uh, weekly. Our, our engineering partner is is releasing weekly model updates. So we go through um, uh, changes one week, and, and they'll revise the model on their end, push out a next model early the next week, and then we have scheduled weekly site walks with. It started out between us as a contractor and then our joint venture engineering partner just for our own internal use and, and just kind of looking at the changes and do we like it? Do we yep. not? What else can we do to help, you know, help us build it? And and so we started doing that. And, and then our, our owner kind of started catching on. Like, what do you you know, what are you guys doing? And, and so now we're to the point like they're 
engaged and interested. And so they're partaking in a lot of those walks, which we're totally open to yeah. it. Again, it's helpful to the project. It's, you know, we look at it as helpful to us or them, but it's, it's just a, it's a project effort and everybody's got to be involved and, and engaged. So it's been great. And, and they have then in turn wanted to go look at something else, you know, in their plant that might be somewhat unrelated to the project scope that we're doing, but we can help them with those efforts as well. So it's, I mean, it's been, been a good process on that particular job, just kind of yeah. that owner engagement and, and they see the value of it and they're bought in and, and they're coming to us and asking for it now that yeah. there's other applications they want to start using it for. It's pretty neat. So kind of reversing back to, I think, something you said earlier on, which was, um, you know, that a lot of times there's like skepticism in yeah. terms of the adoption of this. But having now utilized it since 2020, um, what would it be like not having this technology on the projects that you're doing now? What would be the ramifications? What are, uh, outside, like obviously not catching flash yeah. and that type of stuff. I mean, at, at the end of the day, I, I think, you know, that's what it is. We all have our process and ways of building the work that we build. And, and we would revert back to, you know, the way we did it three years ago. And I'm, it's not wrong. You know, we're, we've done it successful for years and yeah. and we can do it. Um, but it's just about being able to identify any issue as early as possible. I mean, that's the goal of everything. How yeah. early can we identify a problem? And, and it lets all the stakeholders get together and solve the problem at, at little to no cost. The earlier you can catch it, the lower the cost is. Yeah. And so that's always the story. And, um, so I, I think that's the biggest ramification is just the, the, the dollar spent on rework in, yeah. in a project, either rework or design changes. And, and there's also just RFIs and, and other, just I'll call them headaches, workflows that we all have to deal with that are just reduced because of, of technology yeah. like this. I also see like by the stories that you've shared and the one about the hospital that I, that I shared yeah. is that there's, there's ramifications of what is, what, what is discovered in planning, design, construction, prefabrication, but also like you, you mentioned the valve and, and whatnot mm -hmm. that's in the operations and, and, and maintenance yeah, side of it. So it, yeah. it's not just about making design better or just making construction better. It, it, it makes yeah. the whole asset life cycle uh, come together and be able to be visualized right. ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'll also mention just from, from an adoption process, um, this this technology is cool. Everybody uses the cool term, and, and I try to shy away from that, honestly, yeah. as much as I can, because when we're dealing with any new technology, it we're all in agreement. It can be the coolest thing we've ever seen, but if we can't practically use it and help a process, yeah. it's not valuable. The value's not there. Yeah. Um, and as cool as this is, it, it, the value is right there with it. it, it it's it's an easy technology to, for us anyway, for, for the adoption process, because wh whoever puts that hard hat on and, and visualizes what they see, it's like the value is immediately there. And yeah. it's like nobody puts it on and just takes it right back off. And like, I don't like this. So they, they want to see more and they want to do oh, yeah. more with it. And it's just, it's, it's been cool. Yeah. And I think that's where we're, we're probably just scratching the surface yeah. of like what can be done with it. And the more people that, you say you kind of shied away from saying play with it. No, the it, more people yeah. that play with it, the more they're going to have ideas. And, yeah. and I, I, you know, on the, on the Connected Construction Show, we talk about this a lot, that it's like uh, 
manufacturers uh, of, of software or, or hardware can create these things, but it's really the, the customers that are that are putting themselves out there and testing them and, and being the beta users or the early adopters are the ones that really help drive uh, where the next level of innovation comes because they'll, they'll, they'll you all were, are in the field and you'll be like, oh, wait a minute, it can be used in this other way. Right. That, oh my God, blows our mind. Right, right. yeah, yeah. So, we're, we're certainly not the smartest people in the industry and I know there's things yeah. we're missing and other things uh, we can do. I, I gave a, a, a presentation yesterday um, here at Dimensions, and that's one one of the things I kind of shared with the audience is I, I've talked to a lot of people in the industry uh, who are like, "Yeah, we have an XR10," and and I started asking questions. What are you you know What are you doing with it? No, we we haven't really. Found, we, we don't we don't use it, but we've got one. <laughs> yeah, we don't use it, and that's that's what I that was my my ask to my audience is go go start playing around with it. You've got a model, you've got a project, just. Just go walk the job and let other people walk it and, and see where it goes. I mean, that's truly where we started. We had no agenda. Yeah. And and we started started using it and, and it just saw them value immediately. Yeah. All right. I think we have time for one more right. story time with Jared. You have another another case study. Yeah, sure. Um, another water water treatment plan. So um, we were doing a job and, and this one was in northern Indiana. Yep. Um and kind of we did that typical workflow. It was a small water treatment plant um, that, that served a, a municipality up in northern Indiana. And we were kind of retrofitting some pumps and, and a filter, putting in a new filter for them. And we had to we had to do it kind of half at a time. Half the job had to remain active. Yeah. So we had to there were three pumps total we were replacing. The two pumps had to remain online full time to, to continue serving yeah. water to the community. And so we laser scanned this plan and, and started routing and detailing our pipe within the point cloud data. Did that typical workflow. We got our pipe detailing done and then went out and walked to walk the site with our superintendent and our foreman um, and also had the plant operator on site with us as well. Uh, walked it with the XR10 and visualized it. And, and it's it's those simple, simple catches that I always like. And yeah. those are the stories I like because those are the ones that are the biggest headaches later that that are our pain to fix yeah. down, down the road. I imagine the most frustrating, yeah. the simple ones. Be like, yeah, why didn't we see that? <laughs> and, and so the, our, our contract drawings um, showed these, these valves. So we had a pump with a 90 up and a vertical run of pipe that ran up to a header that ran horizontal. Okay. So kind of picture this, a piping comes off of a pump, 90s up at the very top of that uh, run of pipe, the vertical run of pipe right before it hit the header, mm -hmm. there was a valve, a butterfly valve to, to shut flow off and isolate that single pump. Yep. Our contract drawing showed that valve right under the T at the header. And this header was, you know, probably eight, eight, eight nine feet off the ground. Yep. And didn't even think twice about it when we kind of detailed our pipe and got it ready for fabrication. We, we follow the contract drawings, you know, until yeah. we find a reason not to. And then we'll go through an RFI process and consult an engineer. Can we change this for this reason? Yeah. So we placed the valve there on our site walk in the model review. The plan operator was had the HoloLens on, was just, you know, checking out the pipe and what we were going to install. And he, he physically reached up and tried to grab that valve, you know, hologram image floating valve yeah. in this model. And, and he couldn't reach it with his hand. And he was like, that is really inconvenient. Like, I don't want to have to go get a step stool or yeah. something. I mean. It introduces safety risks that really don't need to be there, and it's it's just not convenient. Yeah. Um, and so we were like, well, that's a simple fix. There's in in our eyes as a contractor, there's no reason we couldn't take that valve in that vertical run and just 
take it from the high location and put it right on the 90 coming off the pump. Yeah. And and so we, we consulted our engineer and, yeah. and they had no issues with it. We went through that process and, and again, simple fix, just, yeah. you know, truly tra- changing the location of a valve yeah. in, in a vertical run just because they couldn't reach it. So, all right. So I'm going to go off top, not off topic, but I'm going on a tangent here. Yeah. So you brought the idea of like the RFI. And again, it's been over two years since I've used this, so I don't know how it's progressed. Mm-hmm. But within the model, I'm wearing the XR10. Mm-hmm. Have we gotten to the point yet where I can that you can then click create an RFI directly within the XR10 interface? Yeah. Trim, so Trimble, connect? yeah, Trimble Connect has that capability. Yeah. Um, again, I'm I can't speak as an expert on those <laughs> workflows because because our connectivity is limited, as I shared. So oh, yep, we're yep. not using that that capability, but I, I do know that capability exists. So you can on the spot when you're on site, you're connected, you can tag Done. tag something in the model yep. and say, this is an RFI and here's why and, and go through and process it that way. Yeah. I, I do know the capability exists. Yeah. I would even think that to, to even streamline that, right, would be, so now, like you said, that's, that, that's an RFI that's going to get routed to the engineer. Mm-hmm. And it would be great. It's almost like kind of like a uh, 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 a doctor consultation. Right, like can right. you boom? It's in a, you know in this project, it would go to Sam Smith. Yep. And like dial Dam uh, Sam Smith. Be yep. like, Sam, give me the answer now, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, that's you know? a good, and, and that's <laughs> a great great concept. That'd be great. But again, connectivity might. Limit that yeah, we're, we're getting there. We're, you know, a couple of our job sites, we've, uh, we're testing some Starlink and, and yeah. those capabilities. So, I mean, it's definitely improving, yep. um, but we're not, we're not there yet. Yeah. But, the industry, it'll, but get, it'll get there, right? Yep, yeah, it'll absolutely. Get there. It'll get there. All right. So time for our last question. So All we right. ask every one of our guests this, this question, uh, what is your motto? Not everybody has their own personal yeah, motto. Yeah. Or what is a motto that you've heard that, that, that you feel is like a good lesson to live by? Yeah, so I, you know, you asked me this question before, and I was like, that's a tough one. I really I really didn't have one, I'll be honest with you. I'm trying to make you think. Um, yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. A um, guy named Anley Stanley is an author. I've, I've read some of his books and, and like him. And um, something he says is, is it's better to make a difference than to make a point. Um, and I just think that's true in all aspects of life, you know, not only work related, but personal related and yep. relationships with your family and friends and, yeah. and coworkers. And, um, I, I just say you know, we all work with other people and, and I think, yeah, it's just better make a difference than to make a point. You're, you're not always right. Spot on, man. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Jared, thanks so much for, for joining us and, yeah, and share, sharing story time with Jared. Absolutely. I, 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 this is an easy, easy show title. Yeah, it was, um, it was fun. <laughs> and everybody listening and watching thank you so much for for joining us uh and until next time stay connected thanks thank you for joining us for this episode of the connected construction show for more information visit us at connectedconstructionshow.com